This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be bright days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> 95 7, the game. All right, buddy. We made it. We made it. We're Man, here. You made it. Uh, we're here. I've That's been right. here. <laughs> You've been up and down and all around. Buddy. I'm proud of you, Mark. I'm uh, proud of you. We, life, uh, life is unrelenting. And uh, it's beautiful, though. You've been, you've been fighting it. Life it's is beautiful. beautiful. Life it, is wonderful. Uh, like the 49ers are in the NFC Championship game again this weekend. Again, three and four years. And that's actually why I will start my answer about why I actually think the 49ers are under a little bit more pressure than the Eagles. I catch all what you're saying. I really oh, do. Yeah. The Eagles are the favorite. And They're Joey favorite. Bonte pretty much laid out exactly what I was thinking. So right. go ahead and give me your counterpoint. Well, I just think that the, the, that's all the sort of obvious stuff that's in the moment. Oh, so I'm obvious. Now. Right. Well, no, I just think that you're you guys are right. Start like that. You guys, <laughs> I'm here. Okay. That's right. You're just you're such a simpleton. No, totally. it, it's the point is is you guys are right. If you just look at this thing right now in this year's fishbowl, they're the favorite. They're the home team. They've been the one seed from the outset. They were the last team to uh, to lose a game this year in the NFL. And Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate until he got hurt. Um, so we can say all of that. However, I also think the Eagles. This group, Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, they're new to the party. This is new for them. I know they made the playoffs last year, but they're a one-and-done uh, road team, first round out. Um, they are new to the party in terms of contending to win a Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers are not. Not even close. In fact, as we just said, third NFC title game in four years. And for me, that says everything that you need to know. That means that if you lose this one, you start to move toward the reputation of, oh, you're Marv Levy and the Bills, Phil Mickelson for years. You can dance, but you can't be the last dance. And that's a reputation that I do think hangs over this a little bit. And I dispute... The idea that, oh, the Niners are playing with house money because they got a seventh-round quarterback. Because they've already announced he's not a seventh-round quarterback anymore. He's their starting quarterback. Yeah, this I is get their that. guy. Sure. So if this is your guy going forward, well, then now this is your guy. So let's forget when he was drafted. You actually show up at this party at, at the fullest of strengths that you've had all year. 
because you now have right. the guy that you actually are going to go forward with. Yes, but you are the road team, and Philadelphia was better than you in the regular season. Philadelphia was the best team in the regular season. And if the 49ers lose, Kyle Shanahan is under no real pressure, and the scrutiny will be the same scrutiny he's faced before. Pressure in terms of... You don't think oh, so? No, in terms of, oh, Kyle, you're on the hot seat. No, no hot seat. He's Neither ta- of these guys. We're not, no one's on the hot seat if they lose this right, weekend. Right, right. He's taken a third-string quarterback, and you've gotten to the NFC Championship game. So yeah. you can put aside the fact that he was Mr. Irrelevant, last player taken, seventh round. If you want to put that aside, put it aside. He's a rookie, and no rookie has won the conference championship and gone to the Super Bowl. So that's something that would be absolutely groundbreaking. And because of that, Kyle Shanahan, if he loses, can say, well, you know, this has never happened before. We did what we could. He's a rookie. He only played seven games in the regular year. He was drafted in the seventh round and all the rest of it. Those are facts. Whether or not he's their guy going forward, he's still a rookie. And Jalen Hurts is not a rookie. Jalen Hurts had a better year than Brock Purdy did. Jalen Hurts is an MVP finalist. Philadelphia is the home team. They're the team that had the bye, the only bye in the NFC. So they're well-rested. They've got a more talented roster. And they're playing at home in front of a fan base that's only celebrated four championship parades in 43 years. And because of all those things, the city angle as well, that to me puts Philadelphia under a lot more pressure. Yeah, so so here's the thing. I guess if we're talking about pressure as if any coach this weekend, go ahead and throw Taylor and Andy Reid in there and too. None of them. Everybody's going to get an attaboy on the way out the door, whether this ends this weekend for them or in two weeks, or if you're the last one standing with confetti. Um, no matter what, uh, nobody's going to look at any of these four and say anything other than, dude, great job. Like, So that's not the pressure I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about where a, 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 an organization and a fan base is left if you lose this game. And Philadelphia just arrived as a contender. There's no hits. The last time they were a contender, they won the whole thing. Different QB, different coach, just a few years ago. The 49ers have not won a Super Bowl in almost 30 years. They've been twice. They were both near misses and lost at in last year's NFC Championship game. Now, if you were to throw in this year's NFC Championship game, you're building a frustration level of near misses that, to me, would be way worse than what Philly would experience if you lose this game and you're like, okay, I mean, Jalen Hurts has arrived as an elite quarterback. We've got our new coach in Nick Sirianni, and we are set up to really be a problem in the NFC East for the next few years. Anybody's going to be disappointed, but the 49ers are the team that if they lose, a reputation starts to get built. I I disagree with that, and I I think, and maybe I'm just the guy who always looks at things on the positive side, and you know, you're just you're just a negative Nelly because if I look at it in terms of the Niners (laughs) and the pressure, well. You're going to be here again next year. You're going to be a playoff team again next year. You are built to last, this 49er team. I don't know if you could say that about Philadelphia. Really? In ter- well, in terms of their roster and the amount of free agents they have, the amount of high-priced talent they have on the defensive line, and I haven't looked at all of their cap numbers in terms of their roster retention ability, but you're the Niners, and 
you're here all the time. So, yes, you don't want to get labeled as Buffalo Bills West as a team that gets close and can't get over the finish line. That's going to be disappointing. But in terms of the pressure they're under, Philadelphia doesn't get to a lot of these. And therefore, being at home, coming off the bye with an MVP almost quarterback, this is your time. This is your moment to get it done. And if you lose at home... And you've been very dismissive of the Philadelphia fan base, and I won't be a part of totally. that of that conversation. Well, I don't think they have anything to do I, with the game. No, I'm, they have like, they have to do with the pressure. Uh, they have to do with the eh. they have to do with how much pressure a team is is under. Okay, yeah, the Absolutely. way a fan base is going to react. But Absolutely. I mean, that's where listen, most of this pressure comes from. Here's what's interesting about the Jalen Hurts Brock Purdy discussion, and this is kind of what I was trying to get at yesterday. It's not about who's better. We know Jalen Hurts has been doing this longer and and was an MVP candidate this year and all of those things but it seems like we've therefore turned Jalen Hurts into like this big bad mofo who you know like and, and Brock Purdy's like oh I'm just over here in the seventh round you know Brock's only making 800,000 this year guess what Jalen Hurts is making one million yeah he's an out of nowhere surprise NFL quarterback also who's also starting his third playoff game so I don't think by any stretch Jalen Hurts has this hung around his neck where it's like, dude, this is embarrassing if you lose this game. There's no embarrassment this weekend. This is a two-point spread, two-and-a-half-point spread. It's the two best teams. There's nothing embarrassing. It's simply a matter of what have you been through over the last five to seven years? Well, the Eagles have been once. And they danced, and they won the whole thing. The 49ers are now in their third trip to the Final Four. And if it ends there, I just think you damn well better believe people are going to start saying, gosh, you can't get over the hump. And, 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 and the Brock Purdy story, the seventh round thing, that's for the movie after the year. But he's the starter now. Right. And he's the right. starter next year. So I don't think we can use that anymore. If we do, oh, he's just a seventh. Well, then, then the Eagles get to use it too. Well, Jalen Hurts is just well, a, he's a second-round pick, yeah. and he's played three years, and he's making 4.2, by the way, according to uh, the Spo track that I was looking at. That's 2023. That's oh, the yeah, 2023 season. And that's that's when, next year. And they, they can rework his deal right after this year as a second-round pick. After three years, they can, they can give him an extension, and they can go ahead and... They can tear. definitely talk extension at some point in here. At the yes. end of the third yes. year, yeah. So Jalen Hurts, more... Highly touted, more highly drafted than Brock Purdy. And I think in terms of how you look at this, if a team loses, you look at what Jalen Hurts did throughout the year, what Philadelphia did throughout the year. Jalen Hurts only lost one game as a quarterback. And Philadelphia was far and away the best team, not only in the NFC, but in the NFL. And for you to have a bye, have a home game, you crush the Giants, and now you have the Niners come in. And I know it's only a two, two-and-a-half-point spread, depending on where you shop for it. So it's not like this is going to be a double-digit blown uh, deficit that Philadelphia would be losing. It's going to be a tight game. It's uh, narrow either way. But to me, being the home team, the top seed with a near MVP, you're under a lot more pressure to win. I just think what, what we're talking about here with, with that sort of concept is is what you're telling me is that the Eagles have a great opportunity. The 49ers well, have, a great, have a great opportunity. They have a great opportunity. Right. But I, the frustration of the fan base to me is me way worse here if that opportunity is missed. Jalen Hurts, brand new to this party as well. Yeah, second rounder, 53rd overall. Sure. You get quarterbacking. If you're expected to do something in this league, you're not available at the 53rd pick. 
as a quarterback. So, no, he's not a seventh-rounder, and he was a bigger name, and he was involved in Oklahoma and Alabama and all that. But when they drafted him, this is not what they thought was going to happen. They did not think three years from now Jalen Hurts is going to be our starter and an MVP candidate. That was not their projection. If it was, they picked him in the top ten. So Well, they, I, they picked him thinking that he was a player that they thought could be a good player. Nobody ever looks at a player and says, oh, so you, you take Trey Lance number three overall and you think in three years he's going to be an MVP candidate and he's going to lead us to the Super Bowl. Well, you hope he will do that. And you hope that of Brock Purdy when you take him in Mr. Irrelevant spot in the end of the seventh round. You, you didn't take him thinking, oh, this guy's a bum. You took him thinking, hey, we see something. We hope that maybe someday he can be something. And the Niners didn't think that Brock Purdy would be this, this soon. No way. Yeah, I, I just feel like, to me, it's a, it's a can't-lose game. And, and I don't mean that from the obvious sense, like it's a playoff game. I, I, to me, this is more of a can't-lose game for the 49ers than it is for the Eagles. We'll hear from you next, 888-957-9570. Twitch, YouTube, good morning. Uh, Xfinity Mobile text line, ready for you. Road to Glendale, brought to you by the SF Sheriff's Office. Your future begins here. Visit sfsheriff.com to apply today. We'll get to your phone calls next, and Ike Reese joins us in a half hour on Willard and Dibs. Now, back to Will and Dibby on 95.7 The Game. Let's go to the phones here in just a second. Ike Reese in a little bit. It's Willard and Dibs on a football Friday, okay? And the biggest of football Fridays. NFC Championship third time, four years. We got former Eagles linebacker. He's a host of WIP in Philly, Ike Reese. Coming up at 10 o'clock, and all guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink and easy to enjoy. You know what else has gotten a whole lot of run this week? I wonder what you think. If the Niners win this one on Sunday, is it the biggest road win in the history of the franchise? I did the little dive in, and, and what is it, seven? I think they've won seven road playoff games in the history of the organization. Man. They don't come around very often, right? Like you. Two of them last year. Uh, correct. Uh, Dallas and Green Bay. Yes, absolutely. So I might have that number wrong, but it's seven or eight. It's something like that. It's not a lot. Uh, the only game that would even rival this one would be when Kaepernick rallied back from... I think 17 down to beat the Atlanta Falcons in the NFC Championship in Atlanta and send the 49ers to the Super Bowl. The only thing about that one, though, that separates this one is, I mean, the 49ers were, yeah, they fell down by a lot. They're favored. They're supposed to win that football game. They're the better team. Um, Atlanta's record, you know, they kind of had a Vikings feel to them that year. Like, they had a great record, but it didn't feel like they were actually the uh, the better team. And, and, and then that showed on the field. So, um, this one's different. I mean, I think the answer is yes. I think the answer is yes, um, which I know probably goes to your point about the pressure being on Philly. I just see this as the 49ers have been like, gosh, you didn't just go to two or three now NFC championships in four years. You had a double-digit lead. In the fourth quarter against the Chiefs, you had a double-digit yeah. lead in the second half against the, the Los Rams, Angeles yeah. Rams, and you're still sitting here. And so if you lose another one, 
it becomes a reputation. Definitely. And I'm not saying that uh, there isn't pressure on the 49ers because of what you're saying and, and the way you lay it out there. The fact that you look at the playoffs and they've been to the NFC Championship game now three or four years. And you go back and you beat Green Bay at home. Then you lost the Super Bowl. Last year you fall to the Rams in a game that was very winnable. Kind of hanging in the balance. One play this way. A dropped INT by the Niners, which would have turned the game. Next thing you know, you lose it. There is definitely pressure on Kyle Shanahan. But the way I look at it is they've built up so much of a pattern of excellence now. 2020. Conference Championship, Super Bowl, 2021, Conference Championship, 2022. They're there every year, three of the last four. So it feels like, yes, if they lose to Philadelphia, that's not a good thing. And maybe next year you fight harder to get that game at home because when you're home as a 49er organization, you win playoff games. But for me, I look at Philadelphia and put aside the Super Bowl five years ago because that was... A little bit of a fluke, a little flash in the pan. And totally different groups. Different coach, yeah. Yeah. totally different groups. So for this group to be this good this year and come up empty at home, that to me is a lot more pressurized than huh. the Niners. And you mentioned it, seven road wins. And I just was looking through to confirm it. Two of those came in 2021. Two of those came in 2013. Before that, they only had three road playoff victories in their history. They don't come around often, man. I mean, obviously. And like, the Bill Walsh era, they had a lot of home games. They didn't have to go on the road right, a lot Right. if you look back. But, I mean, the game over Atlanta 2012 is the one you're talking about. That might be that might be the one. So I don't think the only, I think, and I'm tooting this totally from memory, and so I apologize if I'm wrong, like from b- before I'm born. Right. But I think the only time, like the Bill Walsh era, they won a Super Bowl but had to go on the road in the playoffs. I'm picturing a 28-3 to win at Soldier Field yes, over absolutely. the Bears. What year was that? 1988. Okay. They beat the Vikings 34-9 at home. You go to Chicago and you dismantle the Bears 28-3. to And, uh, you know, the Bears 13-5, and Niners are 12-6, and all told coming in. That game, I don't have the spread in front of me, but probably... Kind of like this one, where it was a little yeah. bit of a of a pick'em because the Bears were still nasty. Now a little bit removed from their Super Bowl, but they had had a good year. Jerry Rice catches a 61 yarder from Joe in the first quarter, and then a 27 yarder. The Niners boat raced the Bears. That was the NFC title game. Yeah, that was the. Or was that a divisional? That was the divisional game, I think. Let me let me go back to this page. Huh. No, that was the conference championship. Conference championship. Yeah. And I just looked, and the spread was Niners minus two. Okay. So, so uh, both of the times they've done it before in a conference championship, they were they were favored. So yeah, this would be something new. Two point favorites. Yeah, absolutely. Over under of thirty five in that game, and it went under. <laughs> and it went under twenty eight to three. Thanks, Bears. Yeah. Well, uh, and the Bears, the Bears still suck. The and, Bears still and suck. And they were who we thought they were. Yeah, and, um, and they didn't let them off the hook that no, time. Then they were going time. to beat Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. So maybe. This becomes a little uh, kismet where Niners go on the road, NFC Conference Championship game and win and face Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. I would love if it is the 49ers and the Bengals. That would just have all the feels, all the history. Of course, they've beaten them twice in Super Bowls in the past. Just one quick, brief mini aside. How about the spread in that Kansas City-Cincinnati game? It's now Kansas City minus one. That thing has gone back and forth like a table tennis match. 
at the Olympics. This uh, thing is gone. F- I mean, you can't pin this thing down. No, I actually think, uh, and, and the, the the book I'm looking at now just moved it to one and a half. Book, book, book. So the Chiefs are uh, the Chiefs are up to one and a half, which I think is just a it's a response to Patrick Mahomes practicing. I don't know what kind of cockamamie high ankle sprain this is that Patrick Mahomes has. But that's not a high ankle sprain. Well, we talked to Dr. Brian Feely. What did he say? Well, it was one doctor to another. I, of uh, course, am yeah. a radio doctor. You said it at Holiday Inn Express. There's a real yeah. doctor, and then there's a make-believe doctor. Uh. But high ankle sprain is an umbrella term that we use, and you don't really know the severity of the high ankle sprain. And it could just be a, a minor spraining of that ligament with you know further damage down the foot. The one thing he said that was really interesting when it comes to injecting it because that area is so long, it's about eight centimeters. As I show the uh, the uh, YouTube audience, <laughs> what eight centimeters looks like. Yeah, approximately. Trying to keep it clean, yeah, yeah. take. Believe me, I know. Yeah. But it's hard to inject in that spot because it's such a a big area to inject. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, every single football player I've ever talked to with a high ankle sprain, they're like, you're not, it, like maybe he's got high ankle agitation. I don't know. I, you're right. I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on the radio. Right. Uh, but but you, you don't come out and practice in full on Wednesday when you suffer a high ankle sprain on Saturday. That's not, that's not the nature of a high ankle sprain. Right. We watched how many games did Trent Williams miss? You missed three? Four? Or more, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, 888-957-9570. Hey, Jonathan in San Francisco. Jonathan, lead us off. What are you doing? Uh, just uh, enjoying this uh, anticipation sensation. That's a buck. Not a bad. Um, I, man, I can't wait, bro. And, and the more I hear from uh, Philly people, and the more confident I get because, man, they're just delusional. They, they went from, uh, you know, having a lot of confidence to being stupid arrogant. I mean, after beating the overmatched Giants, the coach was calling his quarterback, Michael Jordan. And I heard today with the morning roast, one of the Philly talking heads calling Sirianni the next Bill Walsh. I mean, what the hell's going on in Philly, man? What kind of smoke are they smoking over there? Well, you know what? I don't care if they got the better system or a better quarterback. Because we got Brock Purdy. And you know who Brock Purdy is? <laughs> He's a box checker. And you know what's in front of him? Another box. So before I go, I got a message to all Eagles fans. We will, we will rock you. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. We were both waiting for another Brock you. No, that that's fine. It, he brought it home. And boom, boom, yeah, what they're actually boom, boom, smoking is Philly blunts, uh, Jonathan. Boom, obviously, well, in case you're wondering what they're smoking, they're drinking Kool Aid, and so are we. Uh, who, yeah. Like I, uh, honestly, I think I think yeah. it's oh, yeah. funny. It's funny. Oh yeah. Uh, believe you me, I've said a lot about the Philly fan base. They are not as intimidating as they think, and I don't know why they hate themselves so much. But it's a good group of fans, and I would be much more offended if they were like, yeah, we're going to get our butts kicked this weekend. Like, who? come on, we're in the Final Four. Yeah. Don't take offense. That's Jason Kidd talk right there. Exactly. And how'd that work out? They got their butts kicked. Exactly. They lost in five. I, I took mean, the Fulfill to a game, and we had a great time. Yeah, I went to one of those, too. And I had, first time I ever had chicken wings, actually. First time ever? Well, because I was a vegetarian for 30 years. Right. And back when I ate meat in the 80s, there was no such thing as chicken wings. You ate chicken. I mean... Rather you, chicken. But it wasn't 
like chicken wings. Like wings to, weren't a thing. There had to be. It may not have been the thing that it is now, but they had to exist. They might have existed, but it wasn't like you just ordered wings. You got to Google it. There was no like. When did Buffalo Wild Wings uh, start to exist? When did that happen? When was it? Boy, in, that's a great right? question. So I would say out, probably 1991. You know, like, I feel like what you just said about wings is kind of what we do about fantasy football. Well, yeah, fantasy football didn't didn't exist back in the days of Steve Young and Joe Montana. Oh, hell yeah, it did. Yeah, 1982, Kyle says, for Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, but there you go. Wings weren't really the thing that they are now is kind of what I'm saying. For sure, for back sure. Back in my day, if you wanted to order chicken, they actually gave you a live you chicken. chicken. Right. They gave you a live chicken and a knife. Better take care of y'all's chicken. Exactly. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and so, what do you think, by the way? They're delicious. Okay. Not a big fan of like a little high uh, maintenance. They're a little high maintenance. Just messy. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, a, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the messy meal. You don't like Lino. messy? Nah. Yeah. Shout out Lionel Messi. More of a Ronaldo guy. Fighting get. Nah, I don't like Ronaldo either. Oh, okay. But I love Lionel Messi. But I don't like messy eating. Well, especially at a game. Like that's the other thing. I'll yeah. do like Buffalo Wild Wings, whatever. Let's go do like I would like a table. If I'm going to have wings, yeah. that's my rule. I'm not putting it on my lap in Good the 200 call. section of Chase Center yeah. and trying to eat wings. Oh, you're actually in the lower bowl. Well, we got, right, we got yeah. set up with a couple of nice pair. Whoop. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Steve in San Francisco next up on Willard and Dips. What are you doing, Steve? I'm hanging out here by the mechanic waiting for my son. Um, um, hey, you guys kind of stole my thunder a little bit with uh, the, the, the road playoff. I was going to mention that that Bears game, um, and uh, they beat the Vikings just before that in the divisional. But if you remember, the year before the Vikings killed the Forty ers in the in the divisional. Yep. Um, so uh, I think they even had a quarterback change at the end. So they were struggling in the beginning of that year, the following year, and to end up on the road and beat the Bears in the cold, it was just it was crazy. It's crazy here in the mission, man. We went berserk when that game ended. So, um, yeah, that was a good memory. Hey, I got another memory for you real quick before I let jump. Um, I was down here at Jackson Playground, and I was looking at the second base area. I know You guys know where Jackson Playground is, Victoria? Sure. Yeah. And, and I was looking at the second base area, and I said, man, I played my first game there 54 years ago. Damn, Steve. Like, You've been around for a yeah. minute, haven't you? Oh, I've been around for more than a minute, man. I got some wisdom for you guys, but we don't have much time. You guys have a great day. Thanks for taking my call. Steve, Appreciate thanks it. very Thank much. You, Steve. Take care of that Babe Ruth autograph that you've got in your bedroom, all right? Man, Man seriously. That's, that's legit, though. And I, I have some of those feels when I go back to Fairfax, my hometown, where it's like, oh, my God, I, I played Little League here in 1975. And then you start to do the math. It's like, huh. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, no, yeah. it can't be. Yeah, yeah. It just can't be. It might be. Yeah. It is. It is. Uh, do you believe in miracles? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, thank you for that, Spadone. Niners, as an organization, lost 10 of their first 12 road playoff games and then since they've won five of seven. Oh wow yes so that's pretty interesting it, no they've been hot with the win over well, atlanta they went two and one in 2013 before you know losing to seattle in the conference championship and then two and one last year that's the thing i mean kyle shanahan has actually had really really good playoff success he just hasn't won the last game and and i know that that's always what everybody cares about we do way too much of this in sports where it's like either you've got a championship or you stink it's one or the other like andy reed is coaching this weekend and they did we did this to him for years the city we're visiting this weekend did this to andy reed like kyle shanahan in many ways I think it's a phenomenal comp. His career, to me, I think in the end is going to look a lot like Andy Reid's. And I don't know if it's this year that he finally gets his Super Bowl. I don't know where this is all heading, but he's too good of a coach to not end up getting there the same way Andy Reid was. And Philadelphia ran him out of town and Donovan McNabb because they were perennial second and third place finishers. And sometimes... That gets undersold a little bit. You got to win a bunch of playoff games to get to the conference championship game. Did it last year? All on the road. Did it this year? Um, all at home to this point. And you got to so, be a good coach to get your team in the playoffs that often. I mean, forget exactly. playoff success because we've talked about this, Mark. Only one team. I know it's Captain Obvious Radio, but only one team wins the Super Bowl every year. If Andy Reid wins on Sunday, he becomes the second winningest coach in postseason history. Damn. Right now it's Belichick one. Landry and Reid are tied. In second with 20 playoff wins. He won 10 with the Eagles. He's won 10 with the Chiefs. And what would we say about him if if they hadn't right. rallied against the Niners in the final seven minutes? What would we be saying right now about Andy Reid's career? Marv Levy. Andy Levy. Can't win the big one. Marv Reid. You kind of stink. Yeah. You should probably move on. I know that you took the Eagles to the playoffs every year. I know that you took the Chiefs to the playoffs every year. And there would be people making fair points like this is actually more about Patrick Mahomes than it is about Andy Reid. Although I'm pretty sure Andy Reid's the one who calls ring around the rosy when they do that on the field. I mean, he he is one of the best play callers in the game. Now, he's got the best toys, so that's a big part of it too. But all because of one seven-minute rally. Right. We've decided, conversion. we've decided that Andy Reid is one of the greatest coaches in the game, and if he didn't have that, sports media would be making fun of him. Right. It's and, just, and, and that's why I worry about this weekend for Shanahan, right? Like, he's moving down that road if he loses this game. Well, he still is a long way from getting down that road too far. He's 30th right now in playoff wins all time. He's 6-2 and two in the playoffs, and granted, those two are a pretty big two. And if he goes to six and three in the playoffs, then you're going to look at 
Well, of the three, one was in the Super Bowl and two were in the conference championship games. That's not good, but still, he's he's a guy with a lot of playoff wins relative to a lot of other coaches. Andy Reid, by the way, the only one in history to have ten playoff wins at two different places. Yeah. So but, fantastic. But what you said is true. Like, what do we say about Andy Reid if he was unable to to get that done? It's like. Marv Levy is the winningest playoff coach to not have a Super Bowl. He's got 11 playoff wins, right. 11 and 8. Great career, but we don't think of him as a Hall of Fame coach because his kicker missed a kick and they got crushed in a couple games and they went 0 for 4 in the Super Bowl. Yep, we do it too much where yeah. in the end what we don't realize what we're doing is that we're taking uh we're taking great careers or at least long ones and we're boiling them down to one game and sometimes one half, sometimes one quarter. And sometimes one drive, and we're deciding, well, yeah, and not good enough for me, even though some of these people show that they can be there almost every year. I mean, it's really the same conversation we've had for five years about Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, I know he didn't win the big one, and they did move on, and I agree that they should have moved on. But those of you who go so far as to be like, Jimmy stinks, it's like every time he's healthy, and sometimes, even when he's only partially healthy, right. guy ends up in the NFC title game the last few years, and somehow we can't have, we can't use the context, we can't take the time to describe something between great and awful. Like, th- there's so much in between. Literally, most of the world lives right in between yeah, those two words. 99%. Yeah. And, and again, as we look at Super Bowl winning coaches, there's so few. I think they, Steiny and Goo did the math. It's like less than 5% of ever coaches who've ever coached have actually won the Super Bowl. And so we think of them as great. And if you don't get it done, like you say, you're terrible, you're a choker, you can't manage the clock, whatever. What Kyle Shanahan did this year, and I don't know if he's going to win Coach of the Year, he'll probably finish in second, yep. which might be fitting if the team finishes in second. In the NFC or second in the NFL, but he had an unbelievable year in terms of what he did as a coach. Uh, let's go to Doug in Kansas. Next up on Willard and Debs. Hey, Doug, what are you doing? Man, I'm driving a big truck at work, listening to y'all on uh, Odyssey Radio. I wanted to chime in on my Niners. <laughs> let's go, Doug. Well, you know, I love a All Niner right, fan hey. with a yeah with a Southern hey, accent. Hey, man, we're out here at the three one six representing the red and gold. Because it's bang, bang, nine a gang all day, every day. Look at you, right, Doug. number one. Number two, number two, our defense is going to put the hurts on Jalen, okay? Purdy's going to block the house. And you know what they're going to be crying about up there in Philly? It ain't fly, eagle, fly. It's cry, eagle, cry. All right, Doug. And the biggest playoff win on the road for the Niners was in 88 when they went up into Chicago. Montana said, yeah, bring on that defense. You're going to leave somebody open. And who, who torched them? Jerry, baby. That's all I got. Let him go until we're dead and cold, fellas. Uh, I love it. A lot really, of material there. I want to know. <laughs> can we wrap that guy? We can totally wrap. I want to know the whole story of how that came together. Like, does Doug, did he scribble that on a piece of paper 10 minutes ago? Did he stay up all night thinking of all those? I think he's rehearsed a lot of them. And uh, red and gold till we're dead and cold. I've heard that before. It's pretty good. But, yeah, it's great. Cry, and, uh, eagles, cry. That's, I've that's seen a fun. lot of that on the YouTube. I'm, a lot of I'm cry, in, eagles, I, cry. I'm into it. That's good. And some that working a little bit darker with die, eagles, die. I'm not sure if, I mean, I know you don't want to go to that to those lengths. Fair, fair or foul, my nephew, uh, <laughs> you know, 16, Abe turned 16 yesterday. 
It's just a card in the... Yeah, right? Give it up for A. So we get, get a gift in the mail from my sister and family, which includes my nephew, who's like his best friend. They're like best friends. Yeah. He's a diehard Rams fan, though. And they text each other all the time. And he's also like 16, right? Yes. Same yes, age. four months older. And, uh, and so my sister writes out the whole card, a beautiful birthday wish. And then Blake is his name. Yeah, yeah. Abe, happy birthday. Fly, Eagles, fly. Put it in his birthday card. Fair or foul? It's out of bounds. It's foul ball, Mark. Not an Eagles fan. It's foul ball. Just an angry Rams fan. That's all he is. And I understand that for any other occasion, if you want to just send a card and say, hey, Abe, it's your cousin, fly, Eagles, fly, that, that's fine with me. But on a birthday, that crosses the line. Yeah. Your nephew needs to be put down, and it needs to be put down hard. I tell you what, uh, we're going to, uh, that's fewer Christmas gifts for him next year. I can tell you that right now. And uh, by the way, on the YouTube feed, oh. want to shout out Ernie Chavez, who loved Doug's call so much. He just dropped $5 to simply say, that's a five. Thank you, for Doug. And that's a, a five for you, Ernie. Yeah, that is a five for you. Um, Ernie, one of the great listeners, he would always chime in on the Liquidate All Assets podcast. Ernie nice. wouldn't miss an episode. Ernie, nice. he's a real one, Mark. Uh, no doubt about it. Is yeah, $5 Cal. our biggest donation ever? I think it is. And Shout therefore, out to Ernie. Yeah, donation sensation. There it is mm. from Ernie. Uh, and now it's $6, yeah. as it turns out. So, all right, we'll get more of your calls next day right where you are. Ike Reese former linebacker for the Eagles and a WIP host in Philly, joins us next. Football Friday is brought to you by Zenny, the official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers. Shop from over 3,000 styles at 80% off retail prices exclusively at Zenny.com. And don't forget, Warriors back in action tonight against the Raptors at Chase Center. Tune in to Warriors Live, 95.7 The Game, presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi, unbeatable internet, only from Xfinity. Ikerese next on Willard and Dibs. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 